This is episode number 623 with Candice Kumai. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Cicero said that diseases of the soul are more dangerous and more numerous than those of the body. You have an opportunity to make your life and your body complete when you start to heal the matters of the soul. And I'm excited about our guest today. Candice Kumai is known as the golden girl of the wellness world from Elle magazine and one of the top 20 new role models from Ariana Huffington. She is a classically trained chef wellness writer and author of five books. She contributes to lifestyle outlets like Cosmo Magazine, Yoga Journal, Elle, Shape, Bon Appetit, Girl Boss, and Well and Good. She's also a former judge on Iron Chef America and Beat Bobby Flay. She's a regular contributor on the Dr. Oz and E! News shows. And she's got a new book out called Kintsugi Wellness. And in today's episode, we talk about why being broken can actually make us beautiful and strong. So if you think you're broken, you're actually just building yourself up to be stronger. Also, why some women fear success and how to overcome that. What being real has to do with wellness. Why we're so afraid to be ourselves and the relationship between our emotions and what we eat and how to manage all this stuff that's always happening in the food and nutrition space. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our fan of the week. This is from Jeff Schmidt over at Seaside Audio and Video, and he says this, we have all been at a restaurant and have overheard the conversation at the next table. It's a casual conversation where each person is engaged in what the other person's saying, sharing and relating to it. And it's such a compelling conversation, you really just can't pull yourself from it. This is how it feels when I'm listening to Lewis Howes on the School of Greatness. As some podcasts have a list of questions, Some even have the same question every time. Lewis has a way of getting to know his guests and bringing out the best in them without sounding like an interview. Thanks again. That was from Jeff Schmidt. You are the fan of the week. Thanks again for for that unique perspective. I appreciate it. And if you guys want a chance to be shouted out as the fan of the week, all you need to do is go to applepodcast.com slash greatness. You can go right on your phone as well, open up the podcast app, and leave us a review for your chance to be shouted out as the fan of the week. Now, if you want to do better in your life, you want to achieve greater things in your life, you've got to look at every area of what could be holding you back. I don't know about you, but when around 3 p.m. hits, I find myself craving the right refreshment to get me through that mid-afternoon slump. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea is full-flavored sweet tea, but without the sugar and the calories. It might take several bottles for you to believe that a delicious sweet tea can really have zero sugar and zero calories. But you know what they say, life is full of surprises. Or in this case, full of flavor. New Pure Leaf Zero Sugar Sweet Iced Tea. Try it to believe it. For 20% off your next 12 pack head to amazon and use promo code 20 pure leaf that's promo code 20 p-u-r-e-l-e-a-f for 20 percent off 
We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Whether you're searching for a home to buy or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. You can favorite homes, share listings with others, and even schedule tours with a local Redfin agent, all in the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. They know how to help you win the right home at the right price. So download the Redfin app to get started today. All right, guys, I'm excited about this one. This is all about finding beauty when something is broken or the broken perspective on wellness and how we can make it whole with Candice Kumai. Welcome back everyone to the School of Greatness podcast. We have Candice Kumai in the house. Good to see you. <gasps> Good to see you too, Very excited Lewis. about this. You've got some of the most energy I've ever seen in a human being. <laughs> you just made us a cool matcha tea latte that we poured some almond milk in and you're you came with treats, so you make me happy, my, my team happy, and I'm excited, yes. You got a new book out, and tell me how to pronounce it again. Kintsugi. Kintsugi. Right. With the T is silent or no? Kintsugi. So in Japanese, typically you wouldn't say tsu, T-S-U is pronounced tsu. Got it. So very faintly with the T. Kintsugi. <laughs> yeah. Kintsugi. Got it. Kintsugi wellness, the Japanese art of nourishing body, mind, body, and spirit. And you've been in the wellness space for a long time. You've been, you were on Top Chef, right? One of the first right. season. The first, yeah. You, you know my buddy Fabio Viviani, yes. shout out to Fabio. Love him. Um, you were a model before that. Then you got into the uh, nutrition world, chef world. You know, you worked at restaurants. You've done it all, right? Right. And you've been in media for a long time, talking about nutrition, the body, wellness. But now you're transitioning more into this topic, which is kind of bringing it all together without being a pun, right? Putting it all back together. Yeah. From, so tell me what this is all about. I love that you bring that up because it's taken me my entire career to put myself back together. Uh-huh. And it was it was also little moments in my career that tore me apart. And when you start getting down to it, we try to make everything look pretty, but it truly, at the end of the day, it, it never really was. And it's still a work in progress. So kintsugi is the art of golden repair in Japanese. So it is based on the metaphor of an object breaking in Japanese culture. If an object was broken, they sometimes would put it back together if it was valuable or loved or beloved. And then they would seal it with lacquer and dust it with golden powder. Mm. And in certain cases back in the day of the feudal lord era, a servant, if they broke something of a master's, would get it fixed with kintsugi, return it, and then they would kill themselves, which no is... No way. It's true and shocking. And the first time a kintsugi master I studied under in Kyoto told me that story, I said the same thing. I was like, there's no way. And he's like, it is true. Don't it's not in every anymore. case. No, thank yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy. Be crazy. But when I started to research it, it's done with pottery, with ceramics. Um, they believe the object is more beautiful after it's been... Golden repaired. Mm-hmm. So, After it's been broken. Yeah. Not by looking perfect. It's essentially the process of putting it back together and looking at the object put back together with the golden cracks 
that makes it more beautiful. Because if something was just so perfect, an object of perfection in Japanese culture is not foreseen as beautiful all the time, whereas something more like wabi-sabi, which means looking at something and celebrating its imperfections, that is more beautiful in Japanese culture. So what I'm trying to do as a Japanese-American is now look back at my life and say, I don't look like everyone else. I wasn't raised like everyone else. I was discriminated against tremendously, not so much in the modeling world, but more so in the food world, just by being a girl that wanted to transition. And then- From a model to- Yeah, that was cooking, yeah. not easy. But it paid- It's like, go back to your modeling thing. Exactly, yeah. I'm sure. And But it paid for all my culinary school. So- There you go. That was the buyout was, modeling also taught me how to hustle. And I wouldn't know how to hustle if it wasn't for all my colleagues in modeling and the agents and stuff that were pushing me to work hard, to build clientele, to work with my heart. But also back then it was about material things. It was about physicality and beauty on the outside. And inside, with the art of Kintsugi in mind, I was broken. I was not happy. I tortured myself to be perfect all the time. There are glimpses of those moments that still haunt me to this day. And I kind of realized, like, if I'm speaking to young women and women about kintsugi wellness, what can I do to be honest and vulnerable and to change the industry? Because for so long, I did just write for shape and women's health and self and men's health and men's fitness and now Cosmo Girl Boss Well and Good. And it's like everything was so basic and safe. And I I was never that girl. Like I was raised by a Japanese mom, a Polish-American dad. He was in the U.S. Navy. She was in Japan. They met in Japan. And then he brought her back to the U.S. And my sister and I, raised by immigrant parents, were raised by a tiger mom. And I was raised in San Diego, which was predominantly Hispanic and white. So I got teased and I remembered, like, while writing this book, I I felt all the pain on every page. More than any other book I've ever written, because it wasn't basic anymore. It wasn't Mm. safe anymore. It wasn't just five simple ways to do X, Y, and Z. Gotcha, yeah. Five great ways to have hot sex. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, come on, guys. (laughs) We put this on every cover for the last 20 years. Yeah. Like, by now, we should know how to have great sex. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) What's been the, uh, what was the hardest thing for you to reflect on? Well, I cried during many of the chapters. I I wrote an intro chapter on my breakup, which was diluted so much when it came to the final final rounds because most of the people that really care about me, including my team and my publisher and just my friends and colleagues, they said, you don't need this person to be a part of your story. And I had to stop them. I'm like, look, this isn't glorifying anybody. This is me being really real, like people do shitty things to other people and it's not all golden. And being a public person while those shitty things are happening to you, that was beyond, I didn't even actually know what to do. So I remembered being on a flight from New York to San Diego and crying the entire way writing Mm. one of the chapters. I probably had tears and snot all over my face and people around me probably thought I was insane but I would wear my headphones and sit in front of my laptop for hours. So it was almost like drawing out the sorrows and the pain and the agony 
into the pages. And then I also really hurt when I was teased for being Japanese because as early as preschool, I can remember being teased for looking different. And the sad part was, was that I always liked who I was. And I didn't understand why children were mean to other kids just because of the way that they looked. So it was amazing when I started to write about discrimination against Asians because some people would write to me like on Instagram comments and say, hey, Candace, like, thanks for bringing this to my attention. I didn't know that Asians were discriminated against. And then it it takes me back to even reading about the Japanese internment camps and how Mm -hmm. this entire generation of Japanese Americans, they weren't even Japanese, they were actual American citizens, had to pack up their bags and leave and go to camps and Nobody did anything wrong. Actually, all the spies during the war were from other parts of the world, including the U.S. They didn't find one person who was Japanese that was spying on the U.S. Mm. And in the end, it scarred an entire nation. But in coming out of it, like Kintsugi, this is a country that has survived two atomic bombs, not just one. Mm -hmm. In the history of the world, it's the only country that's had two bombs dropped on it. But look at how they've come out. Mm. You don't see them. They don't harbor on it. They don't hate the Americans. In fact, they love us more than anyone. Crazy. It is. Why is that? You know what? My aunt went through the war. My great aunt, Takuko Nechan is what we call her, which means Takuko Big Sis. She said that during the war they had radio, and radio in Japan back then, said, we're winning the war. Can you believe it? We're winning the war. Everything is great. We're winning. So they thought we were winning. And then when the bombs started to drop, which, by the way, my mother's hometown was one that was on the list or around her hometown, the only reason why they chose Hiroshima was because the weather was clear in that area that morning. So we could see it. Crazy. There was a T-shaped bridge that they used as a target, and you could see it. It's fascinating to learn about the history of the bomb. The pilots that dropped the bombs had nightmares for the rest of their lives. I imagine. Yeah. What a horrific job to have and responsibility. How many people died? Oh, thousands in an instant. It was like a, in a flash. They had a demonstration at the Peace Memorial Museum, and basically your skin would melt right off of your body. Crazy. And that was if you lived... Um, And then after that, radiation haunted them for many, many, many years after. Wow. But the recovery of Hiroshima, I have not been to Nagasaki, but I have been to Hiroshima and Okinawa, which both served as different places in Japan who have survived a horrendous amount of turmoil and trauma from war. And they don't talk about it in a way that they're ashamed or scared or crying or whining. There's a Japanese term in the book called gaman, and it means with great resilience. Mm, And so they show, they never tell in Japanese culture, they show you their honor and pride. And so my aunt Takuko said, while they said we were winning, we were winning, we're winning, we just knew it was war. So we have no ill will towards you. Mm. Even Joji-san is what they call my dad. When Joji-san wanted to marry my mom, they were actually open to it. Which is insane, but because mm. my grandparents even had Your to flee. Your dad's American. Yeah. yeah. My grandparents had to flee from Tokyo back to the countryside because they started dropping bombs on them. Wow. So there's a lot of history between the U.S. and Japan, which is why it's important to postmark 
even like what the U.S.-Japan Council does, their work helps to serve as a bridge between the two countries. We have a lot of imports from them. They're Mm. still, in my opinion, the leaders of technology. One of my greatest mentors, James Higa, used to work under Steve Jobs at Apple for 30 years. And he was born in Okinawa and raised Japanese-American. And he, among many other people, including Steve Aoki or Mm. Ann Curry, there's a couple of other high profile, like say even like the governor of Hawaii, the former governors that have done a really good job implementing the bridge between US and Japan. That's cool. Because if you can imagine, there's probably a lot of pain that turned into progress later on. Mm -hmm. And then as a child of war, my father was stationed out in Yokosuka, which is close to Tokyo, when he met my mother who was just a really pretty Japanese school Mm -hmm. teacher visiting a temple on the same day as he was. I feel that now, like we were saying, it was so basic to write those cover lines and, Candice, we want you to write a story on... Making matcha. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of that assignment, who would give me the life assignment of being a bridge Mm -hmm. or a messenger? Mm -hmm. So I just, I said, I have to do this. And it wasn't even, I wasn't even ready to do it because I was in that breakup a few years ago and I was crying and I was sad. I was on the couch at HarperCollins and... And Julie, my editor, goes, it's time to write your Japanese book. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to write Clean Green Wellness. (laughs) And she's like, no. And then I was like, oh, I'm not in my 20s anymore. (laughs) So what happened after that? So you went through, so you were in a relationship for a long time, is that right? A couple of years, yeah. And then you just had a a challenging breakup. You don't think about the details, but it was challenging for you. It was heartbreaking. It was identity shifting or all these things and... And then what did you decide to do? Did you go back to Japan? And It was um, a really confusing time because I actually was in that moment, and I know everyone's been there through a breakup, where I, I didn't even know what to wear. I didn't know what to eat. I didn't wear makeup for months. I didn't eat any meat, and I didn't drink alcohol because I knew that that would make things worse. It would, like, magnify So instead of like parting and rebounding, I mean, I couldn't even think about looking at another man. It took me a while. Now I'm great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then I was like, oh God, this is terrible. I'm like a vegetable. Mm. So I already had a Japanese trip planned to go see my mother and my grandmother who was passing away. And I also had this random trip to Okinawa planned before I saw my mom. So I went there and I... Had you been to Japan before? Oh, yeah, since I was five. So mom was smart and she started introducing the culture to Jenny and I when when we were babies. So that's why I keep asking my parents, I'm like, what the f*** did you do to us when we were little? Because there's no stopping. My sister's an entrepreneur in London Mm -hmm. and I'm... Who knows what I am here, but... (laughs) She she took us there when we were little, so there was a lot of healing... There was a lot of hand-holding with my grandma at the hospital, so she couldn't speak at a certain point. So we would just go and see her, and we knew when she saw us, she knew we were there. So there was a lot of, like, acknowledgement of Mm. what we call mono no aware in Japanese, which means the pathos of life. It's kind of accepting the sad. And I often write about the rain over the mountains from her hospital window. Wow. And I remembered my ex at the time who I was around one of the trips, because I, I would go there many times. He was like out on a press trip, like partying it up with his friends. And 
the crazy part about social media is like you can see what people are doing real time. Yeah. And while I was like holding her hand, mourning in a hospital, he's just like out and about doing his thing. And and it really, it's I still remember it. And it brought so much pain and sadness to me. So when I did go on the trip to heal, the intent wasn't even to heal. I saw my dad before I left. So he was holding down the fort in San Diego. And he's like, he barely said anything to me because he knew how much pain I was in. But he just, he's like, I need you to get over this soon. And I need you to focus on work and move on. Mm. And Your dad said this. Yes. And he said, wow. you're going to come out of this better. And I never, ever believed it. Because mm. you, when you're in the middle of a breakup, you think. It's like the worst time in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I look back and laugh, but it was terrible. Yeah. So I get there, and I didn't tell my mom that he he basically lost his job and visa and bailed one day. The day before one of my books came out, he left. Mm. And I had a, a book release party that next day in front of 200 people at the Deepak Shopper Center in, at ABC Home. And I I think Michelle P. put it great. She's like, Candice, you, you definitely went on autopilot. And yeah. I remembered also, like, a lot of my girls said, you got to call a spade a spade, and you got to— right. If somebody does that to you, you know you have to move on because mm-hmm. there isn't another person. You don't need to be. People like us are not wired to be with people that would not withhold or just somebody who gives up so easily. Mm-hmm. I could never be with somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I went to Japan, I told my mom and she's like, oh, She's like, it's okay. You are going to get through this. Yeah. And maybe next time you should date the short body. Because she kept telling me that a short bald guy would never leave me. <laughs> I, I was like, excuse me? I'm like crying, you know, like, that is not what I want to hear. Right. But humor was always her way of sort of That's coping. Right. Yeah, yeah. And also being like, you better move on now. In Japanese culture, there is no time Again, gaman, with great resilience. There is no time to f***ing feel sorry for yourself. Mm. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. 
When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They hold pain in. Wow, is that healthy? I'm not sure, but. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's that healthy. I think there should be a time of like grieving and like allowing yourself to move through your emotions and feelings. And then, okay, there's a time like enough is enough. Yeah. You don't need to hold on to this for years to hold you back from living a beautiful life. But mm. I think there's a balance between resilience and allowing yourself to express yourself, you know, and, and to feel. You are right because without the grieving and the sadness, mm. there's a beautiful contrast to life. My sister says, without light, darkness cannot exist, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so we must, mono no aware, like appreciate the pathos in life mm -hmm. when it's there, because it makes the joyous times and the bright times brighter, more colorful, more real. Mm -hmm. And I've never been this mindful and this present in my entire career. That's good. Yeah, I'm no longer basic. That's great. <laughs> I've got the light in me, and That's I great. am like, I'm just ready, That's like great. in divine timing, right? It, you would agree, like it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Takes time, yeah. You need those lessons. <laughs> um, so, how long were you staying in Japan then after this breakup? I stayed there. I usually stay there for about a month with mom, uh -huh. and sometimes I go places by myself. I cry almost all the time when I'm alone on the train or when I'm listening yeah. to a song and reflecting. Uh, that particular trip was really gnarly and sad, but it started to open up a light in me. And I said, wellness is so crowded. I don't want to do this anymore. What am I? Who am I? What do I have to offer the world that's different? And I didn't even have to try because... You know how they kind of say the magic is always in, everything is in you, the light, mm -hmm. even the darkness. This book was always in me, but I wasn't ready to write it or tell it. Mm -hmm. And in fact, a lot of it came from shame and being different and not knowing how people would expect or how they would react. So mm -hmm. mostly fear is what holds me back from pursuing. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. But no more... I also was always afraid to be successful because I thought it would hold me back from finding a good man, which oh, is really? a really weird thought. Yeah. Uh, I've never brought that up, but for my speaking event at South by, I, I said I'm actually going to bring this up because I can guarantee you there are other women that do the sure. same. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to be too intimidated or too intimidating to men, right? Yeah. Push men to win or something. But everyone keeps saying to me, they're like, Candace, you can't do that because the person that you end up with is going to love this about you. Yeah. Or they're not the right fit. Yeah. Well, when you find them, call me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to change your environment, you know? Maybe you've been in New York for too long. I know. <laughs> so why did you want to do 
this type of book then? You know, you've been in the, the food and nutrition space for a long time. How is this different than anything else? Oh my gosh, it's so unique. It's So it's 12 Japanese lessons or, mm. or sections of like kintsugi, kaizen, gaman, shikatakanai, which means it cannot be helped. That's Donald Trump all the way. <laughs> we don't have to open up that can of worms. There's yuimaru, which is your circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Kaizen is continuous improvement. Um, gaman is with great resilience. And then towards the end of the book, we get into kancha, which is gratitude. And osetai at the end means welcoming gifts or being of service. Mm-hmm. So like in right. Japanese culture, there's a lot of untranslatable words. And I was like, oh, I get it, mom. Like all the stuff that you taught me and Jenny, she's a Japanese language teacher in San Diego. Wow. So she's like, you know, me and your father, we kind of like just raise you. I don't know, but we did. <laughs> like, well, whatever you did, It must have been great because there's no way that Jenny and I could ever fail. Mm. But also, with that, the pain came out while I was writing. The truth came out. I said, no no more, like, playing basic. Like, Mm. that's just not me. And this is the time. If not now, when? And I don't think there's a better gear to come out the gate strong with a book that's about embracing our differences and celebrating our imperfections. Mm-hmm. Wow. What's the biggest lesson you learned about yourself through the last couple of years then? What a great question. Of the breakup or of things you discovered from the rituals that you talk about in the book or from a conversation late night with your mom? I mean, it's great that you bring her up. One thing I know for sure, my mother's principal at school said this. He said, if there's one person that I could pick to inherit the world. It would be Miho Kumai, my mom. She's probably more powerful than I am, but she's she's not somebody who wants to be public, so mm-hmm. she would never write a book or share Japanese heritage. But it's bizarre that the universe god, whoever it is, chose me to be her daughter because I could write and I could speak and I could be in front of the camera. And so... I think one of the greatest gifts was having her, Kumai-sensei, my mom, relay, and my father too, an incredible guy of integrity and grace Mm -hmm. and philanthropic soul. I watched them, and in Japanese culture, they say that children learn from what their parents do, not by what they say. And so I believe the greatest thing is probably paying an homage to my parents and saying, you did really well. And although I'm not perfect, and neither is Jenny, she's like 3,000 tattoos and piercings and runs a <laughs> cycling shop in like the most hipster part of London That's and cool. still doesn't know she's a hipster, <laughs> which makes her more hipster. <laughs> so it's just saying that like, I'm so happy that you stayed Buddhist and you stayed Christian. So dad's Christian, mom's Buddhist. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that mom chose to raise us Japanese. I can't imagine what it was like to raise two American girls in the middle of San Diego when you're full Japanese and your husband's, you know, an American going off to work every day. But I feel like they did a good job. Mm. And I'm not successful, but I'd like to acknowledge that they are successful. Right. That's cool. That's really cool. How do you think being broken makes us actually stronger? Well, if somebody has got this perfect life where everything's handed to them, Maybe their dad gave them a million dollars to start their Mm. business. (laughs) Maybe they 
were sort of under the impression that life was like they were entitled, let's put it that way, Mm -hmm. that life was going to be easy and everything should be handed to them. I don't find that to be attractive at all. And in fact, the people that I really am drawn to the most are the ones who had grit and grace written all over them because the people that overcome the obstacles are the most humble and loving and caring people. And I think their stories are what make them great. And so when you're broken, you have a story. And one day when you share it, you're going to help other people to heal and you're going to open and allow And when we open and share, we allow others to do the same. It's like that Marianne Williamson quote. And it's my favorite quote ever. Like, when you shine, you allow others around you to shine. And we are all liberated by our light, not our darkness. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. What's the thing you've learned about wellness in general in, in terms of, you know, nutrition, mind-body connection. You talk about community in here and how community makes us healthier. What is the thing, you know, again, with all the information out there about nutrition and wellness, what's the real principles that you believe we should be thinking about with every different diet and fad and technique and strategy? What's it come down to? This is another great question because for so long we're taught, you know, X amount of calories, X amount of workouts, X amount of sleep. And it's like, okay, Great. Now that I got that down. Mm -hmm. So meditation added another layer of like, I don't know what it's doing to me, but I like it. Mm -hmm. So I always say, if it feels good, do it. And that could be many things. Ice cream feels good. (laughs) I don't know if that means I should do it, though, because it doesn't feel good like four hours later (laughs) in the bathroom. Hey, I'm there, too. Um, (laughs) That's another good point is to like let up on yourself a little bit. And that's more the Wabi Sabi chapter about celebrating imperfection. It's like, well, I am a former model, fit model, and I don't look like that every day. And I want people to know that. Like, I have days where I'm gaining weight and I catch myself and I'm like, hey, you need to go work out a little bit more. And there's that line of balance, which everybody talks about. But here's the problem with our industry is we tell people to do X and Y, mm-hmm. but we don't actually show them how to do it. And so by, by being a living example I'll meditate, I will work out, I will socialize, which helps me to feel good because I'm connecting with girlfriends. You don't have to do this part, but what helps me to feel good is helping other people every day. I really believe in that Osetai chapter, which means welcoming Mm. gifts and being of service. So my dad volunteers at a shelter and my mom helps out all the pets and animals and the kids at school. And my sister runs a nonprofit in London, and it's like, if I didn't give to my community, why the fuck am I even doing this? So there's this element of, like, helping others feels good, so I'm going to keep doing it. And when I said that earlier, like, sure, some people will be like, drugs feel good, I'm going to do them. Fine, in moderation. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm also really honest and open, like, sure, I'll go on a bender with some hot guy over the weekend, no problem. I still want to do those fun things. I'm not going to let go because I'm the golden girl of wellness. I'm going to be as real as I possibly can because being real is also wellness. Like, you can't tell people that you're going to stay the same size and weight and shape for the rest of your life. You won't. That is a sure thing. The wrinkles will come The under eye circles will come. You'll get a little muffin top. Mm -hmm. You'll start to see your ass is going to start dropping. All that. 
And so you will have to work on keeping it real, but you also need to let up a little bit and have some fun. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest challenge that a lot of Americans face specifically with food, nutrition, balancing their lifestyle with so much information and people saying different things, you know, different strategies about how to live Mm -hmm. healthier, again, specifically with food, nutrition and things like that, but what's your feedback for people? Well, we know that staying fit and healthy, quote unquote, is a mathematical equation. So it's like what you take in, what you burn off is mm-hmm. what you, you're, you're going to be. And it's true, like your body was meant to move. And so I will always tell people, find something you love. My dad's a cyclist. He does 13 miles a day. So does my sister. Yeah, cool. My mom gardens and has this beautiful adoration for flowers and gardening I'm a bar junkie, so pure bar, bar method, any kind of bar. Mm -hmm. Not that kind, though, but sometimes. And then (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm also a yoga, like, girl. I went this morning. I was around like-minded people. We sweated it out. I love it when they adjust me. Mm -hmm. I want a shirt that says, please adjust me on the back. (laughs) If you find what makes you feel good, it doesn't feel, like, forced, because I know a lot of people hate working out. But I will say... Staying active is going to keep you young. By studying the Okinawans over the last few years, I learned from them lots of vegetables and fruits. They garden themselves. So sweet potato, the emo, kept them alive through the war. Mm. And many of them live long because they socialize their whole life. So yeah. they have a community. They're part of a community. Yes. Them healthy, yeah. And then I also think that they believe in changing your mindset. So that we know also, I think Deepak Chopra is one of the best teachers that we have because he actually shows us how we can change our mindset. And a lot of it is Mm -hmm. meditation and practice and focusing on the notion that everyone is trying their best. And if we can stop trying to be somebody we're not, like I really prefer to just be this Candace rather than the one that you see on TV for five minutes while I'm on the Today Show or on Dr. Oz or um, on Judging Iron Chef or something. Because that Candace is like buttoned up and perfect. And oh, I love the knife cuts on this. It looks great. It's like nobody gives a shit about the knife cuts. Like, let's just talk real. So this is much more my speed. But that's the other thing I think we should remember is find what makes you feel good in your career, in your personal life, and in your physical like life as in like fitness. Mm-hmm. Personally too, like if your mate and partner is not supporting you and loving you for the most part, you probably shouldn't be in that relationship. I feel better being single now and loving myself and having the right people around me before I meet the right person. Right. So I also want women and girls, especially young girls, to know, like, you don't need a man to make you complete. And in fact, like, when you have options, it's fun. Of course, like, it sounds so now to be this girl, but it is exactly who I am. Before I settle down, I'd love to play the field. There you go. There you go. By the way, I am, but, you know, (laughs) discreetly. Well, well, sounds like you're being who you are now. Why do you think so many of us are afraid to be who we really are? I love this question, and my God, my brain has tried to think 
Okay, so young age, we grew up seeing, like, say, models or actors on TV, and we're like, oh, I should be like this person. I mean, growing up, my parents were really cool and laid back, and they were honest, mm-hmm. honest, 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 which later in life comes into play. Like, my sister and I had to help others, we had to be honest, and we had to work hard because we watched my parents do that. I think there's a weird, distorted period of school with other kids where you start reading the teen mags and you start having the crushes on the boys and the girls and you're like, oh, I don't fit in, I'm different. Nobody likes me because I'm half Asian. And like when I got teased for it when I was younger, the flip happened and in high school, all these boys started to be like, oh my God, Candace. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, you didn't think I forgot? Like, <laughs> right, right. I remember you used to tease me. And that was weird because I was like, I identified with being different my whole life and mixed. So I think there's a lot of like, oh, I wish I was, you know, like my friends who are blonde hair and blue eyed. And then when I got older, I met girls that were like me at Long Beach State and Christina and Tina and Casey and all the cute Asian girls in our group, Kelly, they were all mixed. And I was like, wow, like these girls are gorgeous. And and they're like, yeah, but you're like us. And so... Confidence isn't always built up during those young years. And when you get older, I think a lot of us are, like, people probably look even at you, Lewis, and they're like, wow, like, what an awesome guy. I want to be like him. I want to grow up and play football. And then, like, there are many people that have the same thing happen to you. Like, their dreams get crushed by an injury, and they don't live up to this standard. So... Wabi Sabi is a celebration of imperfection. I started to realize that I like who I am in real life more than I like the Candace that is trying to be this persona. And so a very wise therapist once told me the best people keep their persona and their person close. He said, don't let your persona leave who you are, leave who you are as a person. Like, keep them as close together as possible. Mm -hmm. So that your persona is who you are. Yes, because that's you. Right. That's Fabio. That's Gabby. That's half our friends that are living. Mm -hmm. Like, and I find that to be attractive. Yeah, it's hard to live two different lives. You know, it's hard to have a persona that you turn on and then be yourself the other half of the time. That's why I think you should just always be yourself. It's just a lot more challenging and stressful to manage it any other way. Yeah, but like, when did we all like hit that button? Mm. Even Ariana, like people are probably like, I was scared to be Ariana if we did for the first time that mm. I met her. I was like, oh my God, you're the nicest person. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing is just kindness and empathy and compassion go so far. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a shithead to make it in this industry. Mm. I had a producer on set, like, scream. There will not be another poached egg. Like, (laughs) so loud that it rattled the entire set. And when I went home that day, I was so grateful that I was not that way. Right. And I don't care what anybody says. I I find that you can be a good person Mm -hmm. to the core and still make it, even if you get trampled on. Right. I truly believe someone is taking notes. Right. But that is such a mysterious question, Lewis, that I don't really know if we can answer it because I feel like it's different for every person. It's true, yeah. 
going back to food for a second, how closely, closely related is food and our emotional stability? How are they connected? As in like... The foods we eat, yeah. how much does it affect our emotional stability? Well, our emotions, the way we feel. Range Rover Sport leads by example. Picture this. Assertive on-road performance meets commanding all-terrain capability. That's the third-generation Range Rover Sport, which is the most desirable, advanced, and dynamically capable one yet. This vehicle redefines sporting luxury, offering an instinctive drive with engaging on-road dynamics and effortless composure. Now available in sleek, new stealth pack. Carpathian gray exterior wrapped in satin protective film with black accents and black brake calipers. Inside the Range Rover Sport, advanced cabin technologies like active noise cancellation and cabin air purification offer new levels of comfort and refinement. And let's not forget about the award-winning Pivi Pro infotainment system. Enjoy a dynamic drive and total comfort with optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. Wow, that's like a spa day while on the go. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game or when you're hiring for your business and you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. With ZipRecruiter, you can find qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I believe finding the right team member is one of the most important steps in setting up my company for success. We like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help when we want to grow the team fast. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I know that... I like to eat well 90% of the time, which means fruits and veggies, because mm -hmm. it makes me feel good and my body always seems to look better and I feel better. My gut, I like to keep very healthy. So I eat a lot of probiotics, but they're not in pill form or anything like that. It's in miso, it's in soy sauce, it's in yogurt, it's in fermented, like, yeah. pickles. We call them tsukemono in Japanese. I believe that when your body is feeling good and you're moving every day and your digestion's really good and you're sleeping well, that you will feel your best also. And, of course, disease can plague anyone through genetics, right. and that's almost like a lottery. So... I'd like to think if you have your health right now, you have everything. Mm -hmm. Your family and your health, those are the two things that you should be the most grateful for because once you don't have one or the other, you'll go down. Right. So it's important to have the support system along with the health. But you do have to take care of yourself. And I think that alcohol is something that, that was the first thing I thought of when you brought up emotion in mm -hmm. food because we 
like to drink in our American society amongst the Japanese and the Brits and everybody. But it doesn't do us any good to overconsume alcohol. And so instead of accepting the fact that, oh, like maybe alcohol will help me to relax, like、right. sometimes I think abstaining makes you feel a thousand times better in the long run. Celebratory, fine. Smoke weed in Cali, great. It's legal here, have fun. I'm stoked. But、right. I certainly think that it's not something that's going to add plus value the way、mm-hmm. a balanced diet will. Right. I'll be honest, I'm not going to eat like those cookies I made all day, every day, but I do I love them and I had like five of them already. Right, right. <laughs>、yeah. So it's all、one. things、They're、in、good. moderation. Of yeah. Of course. Very cool. I'll make sure you guys check out the book. I'm gonna try to say the name again. Kintsugi, is it right? Kintsugi, yeah. Kintsugi Wellness, the Japanese art of nourishing mind, body, and spirit. Check it out. Couple questions final for you. This one's called The Three Truths. You've written many books,、uh, you've done a lot of videos. You, you're sure you'll do many more books and content for the rest of your life. But imagine that this is the last day for you and you're 100 and something. <laughs> And you have to take everything with you on your last day. So, all the content you've put out there, the videos, the books, everything you've done, you can't leave it in the world. You have to take it with you.、Uh, but you have a piece of paper and a pen to write down the three things you knew to be true about your existence that you would pass on to the world. You can only have three lessons to leave behind from everything you've learned, whether it be your parents or Japanese rituals or a breakup, what would you say are the three lessons that you would leave behind if it was your last day? And for the record, I did not know this question would be asked. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say I love a good challenge and a, a curveball. Right now, I'm going through that transition of like watching a lot of my friends and colleagues in relationships. And it doesn't mean that they're all extremely happy or sad, either way. I'm just, I want people to know that being in a relationship is work. It changes who you are as a person. And I have learned that being single is a wonderful gift. And if somebody doesn't want to be with you, fucking let them leave.、Mm. Bye. Number two, I think being different, quote unquote, is also a gift. But You must accept that the way you look and who you are and how you were raised and where you came from and what your parents were like, all of it, good, bad, ugly, is happening to you for a reason. And so if you can make lemonade, please make it and share it with others because life is so much better. Filling your cup first and then serving others. We leave this world, all of us will, that is a sure thing. And if we can leave it better than we found it, whether it be, you know, education, this amazing podcast work that you're inspiring people with, whether it be books, children, gardens. Whatever it is, I'd like for people to leave the world better than they found it.、Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I think, lastly, my mother says that life is easier when you always do the right thing. And so, if we can be more honest and if we can be real and live in the present moment, that in itself is a gift. 
I don't know if I'm going to get married in two years like that psychic told me last week. I don't know. <laughs> she also said that he was in Cali and I had never met him before. <laughs> I just, just pointed out that she brought up blonde hair too. I was like, geez, lady, she's British. Her name is Marion. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I will have everything that I've ever wished for, but I know that I have to just trust. Mm. Because if I don't, I have to like believe, right? If I don't, what's the point of worrying? Mm -hmm. My father wrote my sister and I letters when Donald Trump was elected. And at the very end of it, he barely speaks. So when he writes, you listen. He said, no politician will ever affect your lives or your daily lives. Other people will be president, including a woman, and you will not let this affect you. And please remember this, don't sweat the small stuff because life is full of surprises. Mm. That was beautiful. It's very nice of him. So that's how I have to just trust. Mm -hmm. I don't know who he is. I don't know where the kids are gonna come into the picture. All I know is that I'm having fun right now and yeah. I've just gotta keep going. And I wrote this book so it's time to promote it mm -hmm. with my whole heart and I can't miss a beat. Like I want to do everything I can to help. So I really believe in others like letting that mask come off, mm -hmm. especially in the next few years and, and just start helping other people. Yeah, that's great. Don't be such a shithead. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Well, I want to acknowledge you for a moment for, for stepping into who you are and for allowing yourself to be okay being broken and putting yourself back together with gold because it's a beautiful journey that you've been on and you're learning so much and teaching so much to so many other people. So I acknowledge you for that. Make sure you guys get the book, Kintsugi Wellness, and follow you on Instagram and Twitter. What's your handles? It's at Candice Kumai, C-A-N-D-I-C-E. K-U-M, as in Mary, A-I. There you go, Candice Kumai. You can get the book online at your website. You can check her out on Instagram, Twitter, and find it there as well. The final question is, what's your definition of greatness? Well, man, I'd like to think that greatness is that moment at the end of the day where you say, did I do good? Do I feel good? And can I go to bed with peace? And I think really peace is the definition of greatness mm. for all. There you go. Candice, thanks so much for coming on. Pleasure. Thanks, Appreciate Lewis. Yeah. This was so good. There you have it, my friends. If you enjoyed this one, make sure to share it out with your friends. The link is lewishouse.com slash six two. Three. You can get the full show notes, watch the full video over there, check out all the quotables, the tweets, all those things are back at the website, lewishouse.com slash 623. Let me know what you think. Tag me on Instagram, tag Candace as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. As always, you guys know what to do. Leave a review over on iTunes if you haven't gone there yet. That's applepodcast.com slash greatness to leave a review. And spread the message of greatness. Spread some inspiration today. Smile at someone that is looking down. Give someone a hug who maybe needs one. Be kind to people. You have the opportunity to change the world around you. 
You may not feel like you have an impact to change the world at scale, but you can make a difference to people's lives around you. Everything you say, how you look at people, the things you do, all these things matter. Take one step forward to helping yourself improve your own life and improve the lives of someone around you. And as Cicero said, diseases of the soul are more dangerous and more numerous than those of the body. Make sure you're taking care of your soul today. On a soul level, are you healthy? Are you loved? Are you calm? And are you at peace? I love you so very much, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're on a GLP-1, you're probably loving the results. You look good. But how do you feel? How about the stomach issues? Loss of muscle mass? Lacking energy? All of those side effects can take a toll. So now what? The answer is GNC. We have solutions that can help address those side effects and make sure you don't get knocked off your path. Because when it comes to living healthy, we're all about it. And that includes keeping you going on your GLP-1 journey. GNC. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've learned the hard way that constantly holding on to your emotions and repeatedly choosing to not talk about your feelings will only make you feel worse and worse. And up until about 10 or 11 years ago, I was afraid to talk about my trauma that I experienced. And I know we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lewis today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-E-W-I-S.